This is God's servant Dilip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Let's pray and get into what God has for us this morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that we can we could come together in this manner and we could throng to the house of god we can we could lift up the name of jesus we can we can worship you we were able to rejoice and shout and celebrate the presence of god freely thank you lord for allowing this to happen thank you father thank you for favor even as your people have come Lord, to receive from you, to give unto you worship and to receive from you your good word, your counsel, Lord. I pray that you will minister. Every heart be open. Every mind be alert. I pray, Lord, that the power of your word will, will be manifest in our midst this morning. Your people will experience supernatural things manifesting, Lord, even in their physical bodies. Thank you for what you're about to do. Thank you, Lord. Remove every distraction. Hush. Hush. Every distraction. Every worry. Every anxiety. Thank you, Father, for what you're about to do. Thank you, Lord. Teach us. Teach us. Teach us. Teach us. Speak to us that we may grow. That we may become mature. That our lives may be transformed. Thank you, Lord. Have your way in our midst. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, yes, we're going to be on it for some time. Hallelujah. Amen. And I, I, I like the fact that even Brother King was stressing on the importance of being exuberant in, in worship. And, um, and I'm telling you, that, you know, as a church, we are about to witness some amazing things. And, uh, you know, how, I, I, I hope that I'm not the only person here who's um, sensing that in my spirit. Uh, because what we, are, what we are being set up for is remarkable. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, you can sense that when we are in time of worship, you can sense that the Lord wants to do something. He wants to break heaven open uh, into this place, in the overflow of heaven. And uh, my desire is that every single one of you will be uh, completely lost in worship, for lack of a better phrase. You desire for that experience to, to be completely lost in worship, consumed by the, the person of Christ. Wonderful things are coming. That's right. Chrissy's back says wonderful things are coming. Amen. That's right. That's prophetic. Get, be ready for that. Be ready for that. Now I used to say, I think it was a couple of years back, I used to engrace the church. I used to tell the church, um, be the environment for the Holy Spirit. He wants to move. He wants to do, affect great things. But we have to be the environment. And when we come together, that, that reverence and everything that we do, when you come to church, that how we give, give importance to the things of God and uh, how we quieten our hearts, our, our thoughts, our emotions, so that we can tune into God. 
is very important tuning into god is important especially when we are living a life that is so cluttered and so full of you know a lot of other things we have to take the effort to tune into god to focus on god to listen to the holy spirit amen so i hope as a church you all will decide to be in that place you to be alert spiritually alert you don't want to miss out on what god is doing my desire is that every single one of you will experience the supernatural you know in ways that you never thought you would you would see you would have visions of heaven you will have you will hear the voices of angels ministering you will hear um prophetic utterances of things to come signs and wonders even this morning we were praying that we will see signs and wonders in our midst and i believe god is he is he is ready amen he is ready hallelujah for a whole uh, new dimension of the power of god being made manifest in our midst hallelujah praise god praise god amen tell anyone be, be ready be ready be ready hallelujah exciting times that's right exciting times are coming yes in the spirit philippians chapter 4 verses 4 to 8 rejoice in the lord together always and again i i will say rejoice let your gentle spirit be known to all men the lord is near oh the lord is near be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus finally brethren whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is of good repute if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise dwell on these things hallelujah now we have considered this human uh, facet of this human tendency of being worried and anxious and how uh, the bible deals with the subject of worry and the bible extensively deals with the subject of worry and anxiety and leaves uh, no room for a christian to be in a place of anxiety and worry and there is no excuse for a christian to be anxious there is no excuse we've been considering that there is no excuse for you to be worried about in life nobody here now you can say well i have uh, you know i'm married and i got three kids and i have this uh have that to do i'm working and i'm you know have things to take care of and it is normal to be worried about no it's not normal to be worried about not for a christian it's abnormal for a christian to be living in worry and get this into your system you must understand that it is abnormal for a christian it's an anomaly for a christian to live a life of worry and anxiety it is an anomaly for a christian to be depressed in life the bible does not permit us the bible does not give space for a christian to be depressed the bible does not give space to for a christian to be anxious about things in life and we 
no we were considering i mean what's the remedy for this how can we overcome this tendency in us yes we have the tendency because we are all human beings the tendency has to be broken how by realizing who we really are that we are spiritual beings we are not normal the spirit of god lives in us we are spiritual beings and we need to connect with the spirit of god and understand how god has god wants us to deal with anxiety the bible says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication let your requests be made known to god and last week we considered um an amazing subject the intimacy of the holy spirit how the lord knows us well how intimate he is amen the holy spirit has access into our thought level i hope you have you've, you've given it some consideration this week and every now and then you you caught yourself thinking something that is not right because you remembered that your pastor told you on sunday that the holy spirit has access to your thoughts he knows what you're thinking he knows what you're thinking he understands the bible says he understands your thoughts from a distance from afar that's amazing to understand a person's thought from afar is amazing it's incredible not only that it goes beyond that it says that he even before a word is upon your tongue he knows it well he knows it well even before you articulate your thoughts and put it into words even before you open your mouth to utter those words he knows the very words that are going to come out of your mouth hallelujah the bible also says that he scrutinizes your path he scrutinizes your path i love that word he scrutinizes he examines it god examines your path god examines your path he scrutinizes your path the bible goes on to say that he is intimately acquainted with all your ways is intimately acquainted with all your ways he knows your inclinations he knows your tendencies your disposition in life he knows that as a god that we serve intimately acquainted with all your ways the bible says that god weighs the heart of man he weighs the heart of man he knows the measure he knows the weight of your thoughts now as much as this knowledge is too deep for us to have it's a it's a very it's a heavy knowledge to keep it's also so assuring it's so assuring you know why like like i told you last week it gives us confidence in prayer it gives us con it, it makes us confident when we sit to pray 
before our God. Such confidence because he knows my thoughts from afar. He scrutinizes my paths. He is intimately acquainted with all my ways. I don't have to explain. I don't have to spend half an hour explaining the scenario to God. I know many people pray like that. They want to explain the context. Oh, how much time you waste explaining the context to God? That's right. We, we think that he is like us. God is not a man. God is not a man. He knows. You probably, even to your spouse, even to your dearest, closest friend, you'll have to explain the context. This week I had to explain something to my wife. I took a while to explain. To explain to her the context. But with God, you don't have to do anything. He understands your thoughts from afar. He weighs your heart. He scrutinizes your path. He carefully examines the things about your life. Everything is laid bare. Everything is laid bare before him. Such comfort in prayer. And I want it. See, the Holy Spirit wants you to take advantage of this. This level of intimacy. This level of knowledge. He wants you to take advantage of that in, in prayer. In prayer. Hallelujah. Now when you sit down to pray, he knows your unspoken thoughts. What a relief that is to me. And I'll have to, I, I have to struggle to tell things to my friends. I have to, I struggle to uh, explain things to my, my dear ones. But with God, even my unspoken thought, he knows it well. That's why the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything through prayer. Wow, prayer. 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 Now you're faced with a situation. You go to a man, you have to explain the whole thing. And you have to convince the person that this is how it is. But in prayer, he knows it. God knows. Your best explanation will still fall short of the knowledge of God. Your best explanation... Rich in vocabulary, rich in expressions, will still fall a long way short of the understanding of God concerning your thoughts. He knows your thoughts better than yourself. He knows your thoughts better than yourself. That's why the Bible says, uh, uh, for a man, a man's way seems right to him. Seems right to us. Many things that we do seems right to us. Not really for God. But because He weighs the heart. He discerns the thoughts and intentions of man. And this is no psychology teacher will teach you all this. No textbook will tell you all these things. The greatest comfort when you're turmoiled in your, in your spirit, in your heart, in your mind is to know that you have access to your God in prayer. No medicine can do this for you. No counseling can do this for you. No therapy can do this for you. Prayer works all the time. All the time. In any situation that you go through, 
in whatever kind of anxiety or worry you have prayer works prayer works prayer works that's right absolutely what a song i love especially that line it every time i come to that line in that song oh what peace we often forfeit oh what needless pain we bear all because we do not carry everything to god in prayer hallelujah in prayer you can and you must take advantage of god's intimate knowledge you must take advantage you must you must the bible gives you the license to take advantage of god's intimate knowledge concerning your life i i remember when i praise praise god for mentors praise god for leaders praise god for ministers who want to speak to you i remember many years back i had this desire this i was had this burning desire i wanted to be in the ministry this burning desire this real call i've heard the call of god and i just sit with the ministers of god just explaining this and i i, I can't explain this by words and but i have this in within me this burning desire to be used of god and i remember one time i was sitting with this man of god and he said now you must have such confidence about your relationship with the lord that even if you commit the most heinous sin you must be able to go to him and say lord i did this and he he gave me a context also even if you sleep with a woman that must be the confidence huh that's right adam hid adam hid but david said he confessed restore unto me the joy of salvation i want to experience a joy i messed up he knows your ways you don't have to explain it to him you don't have to try to justify sometimes we try to justify ourselves we may we did something wrong we, we we did we committed some mistake and then we are trying to justify ourselves in explaining to god why that happened all it takes is bang on the intimacy of the lord lord you, you know me and you know where i come from i need help need help hallelujah matthew chapter 6 verses 7 to 8 and when you are praying do not use meaningless repetition as the gentiles do for they suppose that they will be heard for their many words so do not be like them Look at the next line. For your father knows what you need before you ask him. Now we all have this misconception that prayer is about asking, presenting our needs. And here we have a different context to it altogether. He said, "Do not be like the Gentiles. Now they are they are repeating words, meaningless repetitions, long-winded prayers. 
trying to explain to God what you need and why you need and when you need and how you would need that. And Jesus says, do not be like them. Why? Because your father knows what you need before you ask him. So Jesus was teaching his disciples to take advantage of this knowledge of God. You want to pray effectively, know that you're standing before the Father who knows what you need even before you ask Him. So don't try to explain to Him why you need that. Don't try to convince God it's a, it's a big need. I need this because, you know, I'm, I'm doing that and I'm doing this. No, if, if somehow squeeze this, this uh, request of yours into heaven's budget this financial year. That's how some of us pray. Prayer is not trying to overcome the reluctance of God. But it is about laying hold of the willingness of God. We heard that this morning. God who blesses us. Brother King was ministering. God wants to bless you. Now the nature of God is to bless you. He wants to feed you. We heard that also today. He wants to feed you. He wants to bless you. Capitalize on this. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. You must capitalize on that. That's what Jesus said. Don't waste time. Capitalize. Take advantage. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. Take advantage of that. Do not go to him with that same long list. Do not make your prayer a boring affair. Do not make your prayer a boring affair. Sadly to many Christians, it's such a boring affair. The same list, the same words, the repetitions, and the justifications and the convincing and this and that, the proposals. We make proposals to God in prayer. Lord, I propose that you do this for me. And we are waiting for him to sanction the proposal after evaluating. That's not how prayer works. He knows what you need. I've realized one thing in, in, in my Christian walk, early in my Christian walk, that I don't know how to pray. I, I've realized that. I don't know how many of you have hit that realization. I've realized that. At one point, I realized I don't know how to pray. Yesterday, I, Dami was asked to pray, and he came to me and said, Appa, I really don't know how to pray. Said, That's good. Welcome to the club. We don't know what to pray. That's right. Teach, teach me to pray is not a one-time request before God. It's a lifetime. You are entering the university of prayer. When you said, Lord, teach me to pray, you've entered the university of prayer. You know who is your teacher? Not just your teacher, but your helper. That's the thing you must remember. Hallelujah. Last week I told you. you know, the, the disciples went to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray. He taught them to pray. And after some time, uh, you know, he said, it's better that I go away. What? You just taught us to pray. You taught us to pray. In your ministry, one of the things that you taught us is to pray. And if, if Jesus taught me to pray, then what is impossible for me? And now you're saying it is better that you go away. How can that be? Because the helper is coming. I taught you to pray, but he will help you to pray. Makes a, it's a huge difference, a world of difference. That's right. 
in that very hour that's right when you are dragged before authorities and governors and you know, do not try to premeditate your words do not try to explain your i mean try to come up with words and try to justify your your stand before them in that hour the holy spirit the helper will give you utterance as to what you must speak hallelujah romans 8 26 and 27 in the same way the spirit also helps our weaknesses for we do not know how to pray the bible also talks about it we do not know how to pray oh come to terms with that you do not know how to pray as we should we all think that we are experts in prayer at some after a few prayer sessions we think that we we know how to pray as we should no the bible says we do not know how to pray as we should but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words and he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of god and anything that you ask according to his will he grants it to you he helps in our weaknesses he helps he helps us to pray he helps us to pray he prays for us and helping is not just instructing you to do something that is help by the way but helping is like stepping in and doing it for you and that's why i asked debbie last week debbie what would you prefer anju miss being your maths teacher or anju miss being your maths examination helper she said yes helper definitely because she helps she can help me with those complex questions he helps say he helps holy spirit is your helper in your prayer hallelujah now i gave you a challenge last sunday and i really hope that you all have taken it up to set aside a certain amount of time every day quality time quality time i'm i'm glad that you are i'm glad i'm telling you that decision will bless you now this friday after bible study i was just talking to pastor when i was saying that that kind of study that kind of teaching that he did on friday is you know those are uh, that can inspire decisions the decisions that will change the way you live your life forever life changing decisions and I, and and one of the things that you know like i said if you have decided you have responded to the the call of god to set aside a quality time of your day every day whether it is 15 minutes or 30 minutes or one hour what you decide to be disciplined about it setting it aside to pray in tongues to pray in tongues you watch and wait and you see how your life will be transformed and i'm i'm giving an open challenge to you i hope that you've taken up that challenge that told you that praying in tongues when you're praying in tongues you're speaking the the mind of god in prayer you're speaking the mind of god in prayer and this is something you must understand what are you doing when you're praying in tongues you're not simply uh, you know uttering gibberish no that's a spiritual exercise when you're praying in tongues you are praying the mind of god as the spirit gives you utterance you're praying the mind of god the will of god it may sound like groaning studi for words 
But the father who hears it makes sense of it. Why? Because it's inspired by the Holy Spirit. And that is big advantage. What do you think? Big advantage. You making a prayer every day. According to the will of God. It's a big advantage for you. Big advantage. I'm telling you. No, no, I'm not asking you to um, give up on your, your prayer as in you, you pray and you pray in your, with your understanding. Well and good. You must do that. Your, your Bible study. Yes, you must. You must have your quiet time, your Bible study, your, uh, you know, your time of uh, your, your praying, with, praying for specific points with your understanding. All that is good. But you pray in tongues and see how that will change your life. And the Holy Spirit wants you to take up the challenge and to prove. It gives you an immeasurable advantage. I'm telling you, it gives you immeasurable advantage. You pray in tongues, it gives you immeasurable advantage. And you do it regularly, it gives you immeasurable advantage. I hope you're listening. You know what you're doing when you pray in tongues? You are positioning yourself to a place, at a place of great advantage, if you maintain a regular discipline about it. Now I know it's a little difficult to accept. It's a little difficult to... Like, you know, really? I mean, that, that kind of advantage. You know why? Because we are so used to uh, depending on our senses and our flesh and our understanding, our wisdom. And when we... For us to come to terms with the fact that praying in tongues can have that kind of advantage is difficult to the flesh, to a human wisdom. Now, because we feel comfortable when our understanding is 100% functioning or 90% functioning, whatever it is. That's when we feel comfortable because when we know that, okay, we understand what we're doing, we can explain what you're doing. But that's not how the, spirit of the, 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 the things of the Spirit works. In the use of tongues, the, what does the Bible say? In, in, when you're praying in tongues, your mind is... Huh? Your mind is... Say it loud, you're right. Say it loud. Fruitless or unfruitful. More words. Switched off. Unproductive. That's what the Bible says. Your understanding is unproductive. Your mind is unfruitful. That's what the Bible... Let's look at that scripture. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 14. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my, fruit, my mind is unfruitful. Put the amplified if it is up. If it is there, is it up? Yes. And if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unproductive because it does not understand what, I, what my spirit is praying. You don't understand what you're praying. You spend some time praying in tongues. Your mind is, is unproductive, unfruitful, fruitless because your mind does not understand what the spirit is praying. You may not feel so confident while praying in tongues. If you try to measure it with your mind. No, I'm just helping you with the process. 
okay one of the difficulties to start off in uh, your, this discipline is you now you don't really feel anything about it in the mind your understanding is unfruitful it's unproductive so you tend to think it's not doing anything to you because you are used to like you know i have 10 points in prayer i covered all those 10 points and i've i've said the amen and you feel ah nice it's a good thing there's nothing wrong with it but when you're praying in tongues you will not feel all that because your mind does not understand what the spirit is praying your mind has no clue what the spirit is praying so you will not feel that ah you will not feel that if you try to measure it that's what i trying to tell you if you try to measure your prayer you prayed for 30 minutes with in in the in tongues and if you try to measure the effectiveness of that prayer with your mind the score will be disappointing and god does not want you to approach it that way because the things of the spirit are appraised by the spirit the natural man cannot understand it attain to it hallelujah your whole entry into the this gift of speaking tongues must be supernatural it has to be supernatural it has to be an act of faith it's it has to be an act of when you know that you know that you know that you received the gift you don't doubt the gift at all and should you doubt the gift at any point of time you must be able to take it to the lord and he will convince you it is a divine gift because the devil doesn't want you to take this route of praying in tongues because it gives you an advantage that he cannot handle if you are a person given to praying in tongues you know it gives you an advantage which the devil cannot he cannot mess with that kind of advantage because you are praying the mind of god your mind is unfruitful your understanding is unproductive the effects of your prayer in tongues cannot be measured with your mind you know see the biggest mistake in the use of tongues is trying to make sense of it with your mind you now unlike all the other gifts listen to this unlike all the other gifts there are other spiritual gifts unlike all the other gifts the gift of tongues is given for your personal edification that's why we have uh, in a, an entire chapter of chapters in the bible dedicated to bringing in some discipline about the public use of tongues because the tendency is all the other gifts are for the edification of the church the tendency is to think the, that the gift of tongues is also likewise yes it can be likewise if there's an interpreter for interpretation for the gift of for the use of gift of tongues if you are ministering in the gift of tongues but your your prayer in tongues when you're speaking to god in tongues it edifies you it's for your personal benefit your personal benefit and this is one thing that we must understand it's sad that as christians we have still have not figured it out it's so plain and clear in god's word You know what? What do you mean by edification? I love that word. You know what it means? It means building up. We all know that meaning. It means building up. To edify yourself means to build yourself up. To edify yourself also means to repair. Say repair. Fabian's car needs repair. He's he's tried a few workshops. It it needs repair. 
he takes it to the workshop to repair so that the car car can function properly likewise when you pray in tongues you are giving yourself for say the word repair you are repairing yourself the root word is edit it also means correction edification the root word is edit build say it builds it builds you up strengthens you makes you strong on the inside and that's what it does let's look at a passage and i wish to show you something let's see first corinthians chapter 2 verses 9 to 12 put the nkjv if you can but as it is written i has not seen no ear heard no have entered into the heart of man the things say things the things which god has prepared for those who love him but god has revealed them say them god has revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit searches all things say all things yes the deep things of god say the deep things of god for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him even so no one knows the things of god say the things of god except the spirit of god we now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from god that we might know the things say the things that have been freely given to us by god hallelujah say things say things how many of you love things some of you are like is it a good answer to say in church should i admit yes i love things i'm going to talk a little bit about these things the things now whether you like it or not the, the the bible or god's word talks about things it talks about things now here in this passage it talks about these very special things what is peculiar about these things <laughs> it says i has not seen say i has not seen ear has not heard no have entered in the heart of man the things so i has not seen ear has not heard no have no have entered in the heart of man what the things which god has prepared for those who love him so we we see a few things about these things one it is prepared by god say prepared by god what do you mean by prepared by god if mama prepares something for you where does she prepare it in the kitchen right if mama prepares something for you she prepares it in the kitchen if god prepares something where does he prepare it for you in heaven oh you all got that right so when the bible says these things which god has prepared that means these things are prepared by god meaning it is made in that's right plans formed long ago with perfect faithfulness made in heaven not conceived by man because it has not no i has seen no ear has heard no has entered the heart of man the things which god has prepared is made in heaven Okay, let's see. I, 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 I. If I offer to you, 
on, in, my, in my left hand, I have, um, exactly, made in China. Good one. And on, on my right hand, I have something that is made in Sweden. Yeah, Sweden is good. Or something better? Germany. Okay, Germany. Okay. On my left hand, I have made in China product. Something made in China. On my right hand, I have something that is made in Germany. It's, it's intended for the, they say it is intended for the same use. Which one would you prefer? Absolutely, made in Germany. No doubt about it. We are so convinced about it. That a made in Germany product is better than a made in China product. Now I am asking, I am telling you something, okay. On my left hand, I have something that is made in earth, made on this earth. And on my right hand, I have something that is made in heaven. Which one would you prefer? One is prepared by man, the other one is prepared by God. Which one would you prefer? This is how we must approach life. Hallelujah. No man knows, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no has entered the heart of man. Then how can man prepare it for you? The biggest mistakes that we do in life come from, from this wrong understanding that man can prepare something good for you. No, he cannot. There's no earthly substitute for what God has made in heaven. That's right. Every good and perfect gift comes from, from the father of lights. With him there is no shadow, shift, shifting shadow variation. Amen. Hallelujah. No, we, we are so consumed. We are so focused on the things made on this earth. We are so fascinated by the things which are conceived by man. Goes on to say, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Hallelujah. No has seen, no ear has heard, no has entered the heart of man. What God has, God has prepared for those who love him. That means it's an unknown thing, unheard thing, unconceived thing. But it goes on to say, God has revealed them, those things to us through his spirit. Now when the Holy Spirit came to take residence in you, know what he came with? He came with the revelation knowledge of all that God has prepared for you. So there is no excuse for not knowing what God wants you to have. Sometimes we say that is a bad choice. You know why? Because you never went by the plan of God. You have no excuse for making a bad choice in life. In the Old Testament, if he said, I place before you life and death, blessing and curse, and then he gave the advice, choose life. How much more do you think in the New Testament, God would make it very clear, made in heaven, made on this earth. Made by God, made by man. And he will say, choose 
what i have for you he will reveal that to you through the spirit that's why right, life in the flesh life in the spirit there is no excuse but the only thing is you can know it only through the spirit only through the spirit you want to know the things of god you don't want to know the things which god has for you you can know it only by the spirit only by the spirit now if you try to appraise these things by your natural mind with your natural mind you will not attain to it you will not attain to it it is impossible for you to lay hold of the things which god has for you if you follow your human wisdom now you will you will probably select the watery uh, meadows the green land that's as far as your i can see but if you can look by the spirit you can see what goes beyond what goes beyond what happens beyond beyond what meets the eye that's right and then he will say by the spirit look to the north the south the east the west that's all yours that's by the spirit that's how different the the two types of decisions are choices are in life by the spirit he uncovers it he reveals them to us through his spirit it's a working of the holy spirit to let you know what god has for you goes on to say for the spirit searches all things say all things the spirit searches all things i like that all there pay attention to some some of those small words in the bible sometimes that that word can mean a make a, a, a world of difference in your life the spirit searches all things that's right all things hallelujah praise god that's right greatest search engine ever no man has not found a search engine like this the spirit searches all things the deep things of god the deep things of god now i'll tell you something say all things it means not not some things it means all things the problem is sometimes christians will try to separate some things some things no these things cannot be spiritually evaluated cannot be spiritually approached but the bible says the spirit searches all things even the deep things of god meaning everything that you would need in life you will find that by the spirit you know why because it is now in the depths of god that's why the bible talks about everything say everything everything pertaining to life and godliness is yours granted already granted how in the true knowledge of jesus christ you want a bride the bible when the bible says all things and i'm not joking this is for real 
Trust me. When the Bible says all things, you know your bride is now where he, where she is now. Do you know where she is now? In the depths of God. Uh, you must be smiling, man. She's in the depths of God right now. You want a new car? All things. You know where your car is right now? In the depths of God. That's right. In the depths of God. And you're looking for the, the next place to be. Your, your new mission field. You don't know where it is. You know where it is now? In the depths of God. Hallelujah. In the depths of God. Everything that you need in life is found in the depths of God. The Spirit searches all things. Don't leave out some areas of your life from the vicinity of the Spirit. From the, that's right. Do not rely on your own strength to get some of those areas sorted out by yourself. You cannot. And that's not the plan of God. God wants you to bring every area of your life under the scanner of the Holy Spirit because He searches all things. And when He knows that, okay, you have a need, He searches the deep things of God and finds that which you need from the depths of God and gives it to you. That's how it is. That's right. That's right. And the flip side is, you're trying to rely on your wisdom, your earthly understanding, and you're trying to phrase your words, you're trying to phrase your prayers by your earthly understanding. You're falling short by a, a light year, a thousand light years, because that's not what God has for you. The deep things of God. The deep things of God. And when, I'm, when I say that you must pray in tongues, you know how I was convinced by the, this whole praying in tongues like this? Because I've seen people benefit like this. I've seen people progress like this. Change like this. I've experienced it myself. That's why you, you drive around on a 12 lakh rupees car without spending a penny on it. How is in your earthly understanding, if you pray, Lord, give me a car, help me to pay off the loan, help me to uh, give the down payment, that's your human understanding. But when you pray in tongues, you have no idea what you're praying. The deep things of God. Deep things of God. All things. Say all things. All things. Michael, say all things. Now I know that you have desires that you've not even told your parents. All things found in the depths of God. The depths of God. The Spirit searches all things. It's unfathomable to, be, to the human wisdom. You know, the word assures you that you will find whatever it is in the depths of God. Through the Spirit. Whatever it is. Amen. So when you're, when you're speaking tongues, you know what you're speaking. The, the Bible says, when you're speaking tongues, you're speaking mysteries. You know that? When you're speaking tongues, you are speaking mysteries. What do you mean by mysteries? Deep things. 
That's what mysteries mean. So when you're speaking tongues, you are speaking deep things. The deep things of God. Hallelujah. Your marriage is now placed in the mysteries of God. You can say amen for that. Your provision is now placed deep inside God. Your future is now in the depths of God. And you don't have to worry how you will find it. The Spirit will find it for you. Hallelujah. The Spirit will find it for you. Thank you, Jesus. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of, a, of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. It's the things of God. It's the things of man. Things of man means things belonging to a man. Things of God means things belonging to God. Things of man means things known to man. Things of God means things known to God. If you're, if you're living a life and if your goal in life is to pursue after the things of man, you have put for yourself a very meager goal in life. Pursue the things of God. The deep things of God. You'll find all things. All things. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Look at that. You know, wherever you look, if you understand this principle, it, it is found everywhere in Scripture. Seek first the kingdom of God, His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you make God your pursuit in life, if you make the things of God your pursuit in life, you will not be, you will not be found in lack. You will, not, you will never lack anything. You will never lack anything. If you're going to pursue the things of man, now I'll tell you something. If you pursue the things of man, pain, agony, Heartache, loss, anxiety, depression, fear, frustration, losing your mind. If you pursue the things of God, pleasure, peace, love, joy, happiness. That's right, you'll be fed. You'll be satisfied. Huh? That's right, self-control. Contentment. And I like that Malayalam word, tripti. Tripti. Hallelujah. Now I want, I want what I find best for myself. You know what it means? Pain. That's what it means. I want what I find best for myself. Pain. Pain. 
I want God, what God has for me. Pleasure. If you're pursuing after something in life, a specific area in your life, it can be a job, it can be a career, it can be um, relationship, marriage. Yes, marriage, relationship, whatever it is. Just, just remember this. If you're going after what you want, if you're going after what you think is best for you, the end of it is destruction. But if you can pursue what God has for you, you know, just chuck that earthly criteria list. Just chuck it, discard it. Embrace the, the standards of God. The standards of God. The vision of God. The perspective of God. And trust in Him. Trust in Him. If you're trusting your eyesight so much, very soon the watery meadows will become fire and brimstone. The man cannot learn his lesson. Watery meadows, he thought it was. Well watered, like a well watered garden. Soon it became fire and brimstone. Wasteland. Hallelujah. Now we have received... Not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The things freely given to us by God. It's already given. Freely given. Now, praying in tongues makes you sharp and discerning to the things which God has for you. It, it helps you to filter your desires. It, it, it shapes your desires. And I like that scripture. Delight in the Lord and He shall give you the desires of your heart. And when you pray in tongues, you are shaping those desires. You are framing those, those desires in accordance to what God has already prepared for you. And what He has already given to you in the spirit it is already yours praying, praying in tongues improves your accuracy in your life's pursuit it improves your accuracy your efficiency in your life's pursuit you want to be more efficient pray in tongues you want to be a better baker pray in tongues you want to be a better singer, pray in tongues. I, I, I mean this. You want to be, a, you want to be better in, in praying, playing your instruments? You want to master your instrument? Pray in tongues. You want to master your instrument? Pray in, pray in tongues. You want to play football better? This will interest so many of us here. We all want to improve our game. Pray in tongues. And I mean this. You want to be a better husband? Pray in tongues. You want to be a better teacher? Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. You want to know what God has for you in the future? Prepare for that. Pray in tongues. You want to see doors open before you reach 
at the moment when you reach that place you want to see those opening pray in tongues 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 Praying in tongues eliminates wastage of time. It eliminates wastage of resources. It eliminates wastage of energy. Because you will end up knowing the things which are already given to you freely. And you pray in tongues. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. for the sake of time i'm going to close it here but just understand this god wants you to improve your efficiency in life to declutter your life to make you sharp pray in tongues pray in the spirit because spirit searches all things even the deep things of god hallelujah Thank you Jesus let's pray Father thank you for your presence thank you for the teaching that you gave us today Lord we all desire to advance in life to progress in life to become sharper to become more efficient we don't want to be found wasting our time wasting our resources wasting our energy we don't want to be found in a place of living our living in regret and disappointments having pursued the wrong thing having tried to gain the the things which were never the things of god we don't want to pursue the things of man we don't want to pursue the things which man has conceived for us we don't want to pursue the things which are made on this earth but today we desire to make the things of god a pursuit in life today we desire to make the things made in heaven a pursuit in life to seek god to seek his righteousness to seek his kingdom and thank you lord for teaching us an effective way to do it pray lord that every single person lord will will step up into this this uh, gift you if there are anyone if there's anyone here who's not experienced of that gift who's not received of that gift lord from you lord i pray supernatural bestow supernaturally bestow it upon your children every single person who desires to to speak in tongues i want you all stand up to your feet stand up to your feet some of you are, you have the gift but you've not been using it enough some of you have the gift but you never understood the use of it some of you don't have the gift you have desired today god is convincing you that it is his desire for you to have it it's god's desire it's the is a desire of the holy spirit that you possess it and you use it for your advantage to take advantage of this gift it's for your personal edification the lord will not leave you without this gift and he will not he will not withhold anything good from you 
he will not withhold anything good from you that's not the god that you serve no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly he desires to bless you with this gift thank you jesus i want all of you to just lift up your hands and then with your with your deepest prayer just reach out to god and ask the lord to bless you ask the lord to to move within you and desire to speak in tongues desire that gift earnestly desire spiritual gifts earnestly desire spiritual gifts that's what the bible says earnestly desire especially that you prophesy the bible goes on to say do not forbid to speak in tongues give your vocal cords to god give your voice to god give your voice to the holy spirit allow him to speak through you let the utterances of the spirit flow hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus take this time i want all of you to pray earnestly pray earnestly pray desire earnestly desire it is the will of god that you desire it is the will of god that you desire it's the will of god that you possess this it's the will of god that you possess this every eye be closed speak to the lord ask him lord i want this filling i want to experience the baptism of the spirit i want to experience this filling i want to experience the manifestation of the gifts of the spirit let it fall on me today you will not withhold it from us because you are a good father earthly fathers know how to give good gifts how much more the father in heaven will give us the holy spirit in full measure in full measure rikorubasi antorunama shantanamasi rikararabasi antaranama shantanama satararabasi anto rikorurabaranama shantanama siyante the lord the lord wants to bestow it upon you just open your mouth and just just speak just just praise him just worship him just worship him let it flow through you let flow through you don't withhold don't withhold don't don't quench the holy spirit don't resist him allow him to use your voice allow him to use your tongue give control over your senses to him rikuru rabasi antara rabashatara rabasi anto mikuru rabasi anto receive it from the lord receive it from the lord you don't need any man to lay hands on you you don't need any man to lay hands on you it's a time of corporate prayer we are praying together as a church believing that the lord will bless believing that the lord will touch now we know that he will do it because he's a good god he's true to his word he's true to his word encourage even those those who are watching us online speak in tongues so open up your your mouth receive it receive it receive it receive it you you going to receive it today you going to receive it today today you going to receive it today you going to receive it Hallelujah rabasiyanto rukura rabashanta namasiyante Thank you Jesus Rikuru rabasiyante Ridoru namara namashanto rabasiyanto Rikuru rabara rabasiyante Meru namashanta namasiyante Atara basiyante Reach out to God reach out to God Ora basiyanta masha enjoy the presence of God 
Enjoy the presence of God. Let's embrace Him. You're standing close to Jesus. He's, he's holding you tight. His hands is laid upon you right now. He has got His hands upon you right now. He's filling you. Only He can do it for you. Only He can do it for you. No man can do it this for you. Only Jesus can do this for you. He wants to distribute it upon you, to give it to you. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Open your mouths wide. He will fill it. Open your mouths wide. He will fill it. Let it flow. In Jesus' name, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow. Open your mouth, open your mouth and just speak, speak. Give him your voice. He needs your voice. Just speak to him. Just speak to him. He will not condemn you. He will not punish you. He understands your desire. He understands your longing. He knows it. Let it flow. Like a river. Like a river, let it flow from within you. Those who believe out of his belly, out of her be belly, will flow rivers of living water. As rivers of living water, streams of living water, let it flow. Let it flow. Mikuru namasi antara namashante. Meru namasi antara karanamashanta namasi anto. Meru namasi ante. Love you, Jesus. Love you, Lord. Rabasi antara namashara rabasi ante. Meru namasi antara namashanta namasi ante. Meru namasi. All eyes closed. Rikuru namasi ante. I want all of you to pray. Mikuru namasi antara namashante. Holy Spirit, thank you, Jesus. Rabasi antara namashante. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way in our midst, Lord. Have your way. Have your way, Lord. This is your desire. Your desire. Your desire. Your desire, Holy Spirit. To grant us. Grant us what you have for us. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. In Jesus' name, let it flow. In Jesus' name, let it flow from within. Let it flow in Jesus' name. Let it flow from within. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Fill him, Lord. Fill him, fill him, fill him. Thank you, Jesus. Let it flow in Jesus' name. Let it flow from within. Thank you, Jesus. Let it flow from within. In Jesus' name. Let it flow from within. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Rabashanta Namasiante. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Rikara Rabasiante. Rikuru Rabashanta Namasiante. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Miru Namasiante. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God will honor your desire. 
God will honor your desire. He will honor your desire. And he is not a God who will withhold anything good from you. He will honor your desire. Hallelujah. And this is the word for you. If you have desired for this gift, He will give it to you. He will give it to you. This is the year, this is the season for you to receive it. This is the year, this is the season. Every age, any age, if you can understand the language that I am speaking to you, God wants to tell you and convince you that this is your season to receive that gift. Gift of tongues. And the other gifts, the spiritual gifts. He wants to bless you. He wants you to be sharp in the spirit, strong in the spirit, resilient in the spirit. <coughs> As a church, we honor the Holy Spirit. We honor Him. This church is nothing without the Holy Spirit. We are a bunch of losers without the Holy Spirit. It's the presence of the Holy Spirit that makes us something. That gives meaning to our lives. That gives meaning, meaning to this church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you that you already started and you will complete the work that you started in your people. We're going to hear testimonies of what you've done. We're going to hear testimonies, even from little children, Lord, how you touched them and how, they've, how you, you are going to do it in their lives. Receive it. We receive it as a church and we give thanks in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hello, this is Nisha Dilip Koshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.